every time I've had a guest on, hi, by the way, every time I've had a guest on and I do the like run through the cast and get their opinion on everyone, when I get to Adriana, they all say the same exact thing. They all can't quite put their finger on why they don't totally connect to her. And well, I think we figured it out. Okay, because this episode just highlighted the things. They, They did a slow reveal of it too. Like I, on my, upon my first viewing, the stuff by the pool with Marisol and Alexia, like that conversation, my first experience of it was different than when I saw the full episode play out. And then when I went back and watched again, I was like, oh, I, this is a whole different thing. Now I'm kind of getting their vibe with her. So now I see why none of us could place the energy that we were picking up from Adriana. Like, what are we, why are we not, what is it? Well, well, there we go. I am solo today and I'm kind of relieved because I have so much to say about the complex dynamics of this group and I don't need anyone's opinion getting in my way, okay? I do love having guests. It's a lot of fun. It's it's great for you guys too because you end up getting like two different perspectives and opinions. But this is to me this is one of the most um just the it just layers upon layers of complexity in this friend group because they've known each other for so long and like the psychology of this episode was deep and I want to just dive into it. So it's a, maybe a little self-indulgent on my part, but you know what? Some idiot gave me a microphone and that idiot is me. So let's get into it. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. Look at me. I've been using it for over a decade, and I am a complete mess. That's me, by the way. I'm Emily, and I'm your host on this journey. What is this, honey? I love that. If you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell, because I'm releasing new episodes at least three times a week. You fool. That's my opinion! I talk Bravo, I talk true crime, and sometimes I talk a little scripted. So whatever you're here for, I hope you enjoy the show. Marisol has arrived, and, you know, if I had to rate Marisol on a scale of, like, how much I like her out of 10, I would give her a 5. I don't, I just, you know, she's, she's just a one note type of gal. She's also notoriously thirsty for being uh, on any show that'll take her. And her, her little line when, when she's in her confessional, I've been hearing the Bahamas are quite boring. So Marisol has arrived. I'm like, you don't really do that much. I mean, you do a little bit, but nothing that crazy. Larsa's bikini, I respect that they gave it a whole moment. Julia is even like mesmerized by it. Then I forgot. I'm like, oh, yeah, she's a lesbian. I forgot. So she's like, um, whoa. Even though I make fun of maybe Larsa a lot, even I, even I can uh, appreciate the like, Insta model OnlyFans kind of blow up doll vibe that is Larsa. I love though they do this whole like moment for Larsa, and then here comes Gertie in her really adorable one piece talking about how having a camel toe. <laughs> I I'm so endeared to Gertie this season. She's she's like a nerd. She's like a dork, and I I hate using those terms because like. The only people who use those terms, just just a little quick tangent, are like hot chicks. Like 
society deems hot as a certain thing. And it's like usually some hot like fitness model is like, I'm such a dork. I was like, shut up. No, you're not. But like Gertie's kind of a dork. And I like that about her now. <sighs> Poor Lisa. Julia's like, so how's it going? And she's like, terrible. She's like, we, you know, we lost our way in the last year and a half. And they flash back to that painful dinner. Painful. Where she's forcing Lenny to say they haven't lost their spark. Like forcing him repeatedly. She's like, it's great because we still haven't lost our spark, right? We haven't lost our spark, right? And he's like, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And she does admit, Lisa says that he's told her that she was going out too much, but that's no excuse to leave me, she says. But let's back that up. Okay, let's fucking back that shit right up. Lenny, you were forcing her to have parties with a bunch of young Insta models. What the fuck are you complaining about that she wanted to go out clubbing? You wanted her to bring like a harem of younger, threatening women to the house all the time. How bad? Like, what What were you doing? Were you spending quality time at home? I'm sorry. We just saw this dinner where she's like, we haven't lost our spark, right? And you're like, no, yeah, totally. Oh, so she's going to stay home? What were you guys doing? Cuddling and being romantic together? So she probably had to fill her time with something. So spare me, dick. Ugh, I hate him. And I don't blame Lisa for doing this. But don't you just wish she would just, like, stop trying? But she wrote him a letter just because it was probably helpful to get all her feelings out. I just wish she had written that letter and, like, sent it to no one. But she sent it to Lenny. And she's like, I think he just deleted it. I just kind of wish she wasn't giving him anything anymore because he's such a horrible human being. And look, all this is terrible, but he was horrible before that, okay? He would say shit to her all the time that was disrespectful. She There was a scene, I can't remember if it was like the original Miami or if it was last season. He was last season, maybe. No, it could be the original because he's always been rude to her where he teased her. You know, he said something like, she said something like, I have a busy day. And he's like, oh, let me guess, manicure, tanning, whatever. He hasn't had respect for this woman forever. But it's crazy because, like, what do you expect when you when you marry with this dynamic? And then who are you dating now? Is this some sort of brain surgeon that you're having this affair with and dating as your girlfriend now? So shut the fuck up. Oh, God, I hate him. God. Breathing. Lenny really is, I mean, how many of us just hate Lenny? How does he walk around Miami? Mm. I'm sure there are so many horrible douchebags like him. I'm sure he's got a posse of douchebag friends. There is nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment that you've been waiting forever for because it took that long to get the appointment. And you expect to be the center of attention. You've got your list of questions. And then your doctor seems like they really have better things they could be doing and better places they could be. Instead of listening to you, asking how you feel, helping you along, the doctor is like, uh-huh, okay, you're fine. You're good. You're fine. It's probably nothing. Great. I've even had to tell someone what I think the symptoms are. And they went, I mean, could be. Oh, could be. On ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you, listen to you, and prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. When you are not feeling your best and you're just trying to hold it together, finding great care shouldn't take up all your energy. That is where ZocDoc comes in. Using their free app that millions of users rely on, you can find the right doctor that meets your needs and fits your schedule. 
Book an appointment with a few taps in their app and start feeling better faster with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash SheSpeaks and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash SheSpeaks. ZocDoc.com slash SheSpeaks. So this next bit with, with Adriana, I keep, so someone gave me a complex about the way I say Adriana's name. Adriana, Adriana, like I want to say Adriana, but someone told me it's Adriana and I'm like, they literally DM'd me and were like, you're saying it wrong. And now I'm distracted by the way you say it. I'm like, I, but then people in my comments said Adriana is also correct. So I'm going to just go between the two and you guys can deal with it trigger warning, I guess, to that person who said it was difficult to focus. But Adriana talks to Maris on Alexia. Upon my first viewing of this, it's like they slow revealed this side of her personality. It felt like Marisol was being super bitchy and dismissive. Because we watched Alexia being receptive before Marisol got there. So I was like, oh, Marisol, you're being so mean. Because Adriana starts it with, you know, we have a long history. We've been through marriages. I spoke at your mother's funeral. And Marisol's like, where's this going? I don't even understand what we're going to talk about. I was like, okay, there's no need to be this much of a bitch to her. She's clearly trying to have some sort of a conversation about the state of your friendship. And she's saying she feels left out. She wasn't invited to Alexia's birthday party. And Marisol's like, yeah, I mean, we've drifted apart. And Adriana's thing is, well, you could have reached out to me when you found out I was going through a divorce. And they're like, yeah, okay. Well, you know, I heard, yeah, I heard you were going through a divorce, you know, whatever. Very dismissive. And then Adriana says she has high cholesterol and she's prone to strokes. While it felt very out of nowhere, and I thought Alexia's confessional that they plugged in was like rude a little bit. She's like the Alexia confessional that they plugged in. So what's what's hard to remember when they when they when the editors plug in a confessional is that's not what Alexia said in the moment. Sometimes I like to go through and edit out confessionals when I post clips on social media because that is an editorial decision. That is the way they're telling their story. The Alexia didn't say that in the moment. Alexia actually remained pretty sensitive in the scene. But the confessional was her going, we're in the Bahamas. Larsa has this beautiful body and you're talking about cholesterol. Who would want to go out with that? Now, I was like, okay, she, you know, is going through a health crisis. Like, sometimes friends have things you need to be there for. Like, no wonder she feels left out of your situation. And then Adriana says, if my mom, I take care of my mom, she depends on me. If she loses me, she dies. It's like, okay, we're going real heavy right now. Real, real heavy. Stakes are real high. Um, And then they pick another confessional to throw in here. And Marisol says, if it's, if she, it's on her, if she wants to pick on us, you know, that'll give her a stroke if that's what she wants. So I'm like, okay, they're painting this picture to the audience. Like Alexia and Marisol are being extremely insensitive to Adriana's needs. So that was my first experience of it, of this scene before watching the whole thing, the whole episode play out. And that's clearly how the producers wanted us to experience it. Maybe other people experience it different. That's just how I experienced it. That's how I felt the storytelling was going. And But then Marisol goes, I went through a lot too, though. Like, you didn't reach out to me. Like, you know, I lost my parents. My house was hit by a hurricane. I got dumped by my boyfriend. And this triggers Adriana. 
to say, oh, speaking of your boyfriend, he hit me up to try to hang out with me and go out with me, but I didn't because I would never do that to you. This is not a flex. This isn't a flex. This is just painful for the person, for Marisol receiving it. And why? No, you, of course you wouldn't. That's not, a, that's not saying I'm a good friend because only an absolute cunt would do that, would, would, would do that. Okay. And then when, when Alexia bust turns like, well, that's because, well, we saw his phone and he actually had your phone number. So that says something. And Adriana gets busted. She's like, oh, well, um, no, it was on an app. And they're like, no, no, we saw, he literally had your phone number. So it went beyond the app. And she's like, and then she, she, she maybe when we were in London and like we were together, mm, busted. So now Adriana's needing to prove her point. So she's panicking and in a panic move, she, she throws out, well, I told him you were in love with Marisol for years. We could never. And he says, I was never in love with Marisol. And everything shifts (laughs) and you're like, oh, okay, wait a minute. So. I'm still living in this place of like, so Adriana's hurt. Adriana is really hurt. They're clearly kind of, this is before I knew everything, before I knew the dynamics. I'm like, she's, they're mean girling here, it appears, and she's feeling hurt. So now she's like lashing out and not properly handling this situation. And now she's gone too far and she's going to need to apologize for that majorly. So that's how I experienced this scene originally. And then we'll we'll keep going. Because the way this episode plays out, I was like, oh, this is what's been happening with Adriana and this group of friends. And also understanding her dynamic with Julia. This now, now it's all fully making sense. So Nicole's like, let's just go shower, nap, get ready for dinner. So they do that. So Larsa stops by Nicole's room. I think Larsa saw what happened with Julia. I'm sorry, with, um, hello, Adriana. Adriana and Marisol and Alexia at the pool. And she's realizing like, okay, this, this resentment's running deep. And so they took... Nicole and Larsa talk about, she's like, did you talk to Julia and Adriana about Alexia? And Nicole right away is like, oh, is it the whole brujeria thing? Like all that? And I'm telling you, I think Larsa was plotting to throw this shit out, the, the shit that she does throw out at dinner. I think she was plotting this here in that hotel room. And I think this is kind of why she just makes up with Nicole to just sort of have more power at that table and maybe have maybe have less loose cannons that could possibly come at her, you know, because Nicole's a force. And if you got Nicole coming out of nowhere, she didn't she couldn't have that. This is totally just theory and completely fictional. But I'm it just seemed so strategic and calm. Larsa's maneuvering. And her transition from talking about Adriana Alexia and Marisol to it just made me think, you know, we got off on a bad foot, right? I'm like, that didn't really connect there, but okay. And she says, it was a stupid rumor that I shouldn't have repeated. And I wrote, oh, wow, okay. And my notes, like, look at that. She's, and then they hug. And then in Larsa's confessional, she goes, I don't regret what I said. I just want to move forward. Oh, okay. What? So this is just my my fan fiction theory is that she was like, okay, I get I get what Adriana is doing. She's coming for Alexia. Larsa's picked her alliance, which is Alexia and Marisol. She's filmed multiple scenes with them where she's bringing out tea on other people. Julia being one of them. So she's, you know, and uh, I think that this was her way to make sure she didn't have 
Nicole possibly jump on her in this in this battle. So, okay, Alexia, Marisol, they're getting ready, and Alexia is talking about the stones. And Marisol says she threw her stone over the balcony. Look, I, I know that I laughed about how fu- just it's just funny that of course, of course, Julia getting the stones, and I think Julia was actually doing it to be kind. Um, but wait, you know, now that I know more about Adriana, you know what? I might take that back. Now that I've absorbed that and as that was coming out of my mouth, I might take that back. Huh. I think it might have been a passive aggressive thing. Because Adriana has been holding on to so much resentment. And Julia is they're they're very intertwined with their issues. Um so it did have a bit of a passive aggressive tone. They did give them to everyone though. So you know, it would have been weird to not give them to Marisol and Alexia. But here's the thing. If I decided I was going to go get stones for everyone and I was like handing them out and two people were like, I'm so superstitious. I don't want to have any energy. I'd be like, oh my God. Okay. Give them back to me because I'm not really super into crystals and stuff, but one, one of my friends is, and I would know that if someone gave her a stone and she's like, I can't touch it. I'm having a really, I'm the amount of juju coming at me right now is crazy. I'm not taking it. I would know it's maybe not personal. Um, but I mean, I guess to be honest, it is personal. Alexia is saying it's personal. There's so many layers to this. It's just very funny. This is what we're talking about in so, in so much detail and, and in all seriousness. But I mean, they do say that, uh, cause it's the fun, they go about, this is that funny confessional where Marisol was clearly like on her way to glam to do her confessional. So she stops by Alexia's and is like sitting on Alexia's lap with her big sunglasses and like no glam. And they talk about how they're like, maybe not with Julia, but, you know, Adriana, maybe because Brazilians are very witchy. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And now that I know more about the layers of their relationship with Adriana, it's kind of feeling like they could see it that way. (laughs) Just this is so funny. Um, But the more and more Marisol has thought about it, this is this is true. It was really, really shitty what she did. With bringing up her ex like that. That was, you know, I got an ex or two that if you were to say that to me on camera in front of, in front of the group of people like that, ugh, as like a retaliatory fuck you. Oh my God. I'm, mm-mm. that was so mean. 2023 is all about having the confidence of a housewife. As Lisa Barlow says, I don't care if you like me. I love myself enough for the both of us. So feel good, do good, be good to yourself with Kitsch. Kitsch makes feeling good simple with luxurious game-changing essentials that beauty enthusiasts swear by. It doesn't matter what your budget is, what your skin type is, what your hair type is. Kitsch believes that you deserve little indulgences at affordable prices morning, noon, and night. Kitsch is badass too. They started in 2010 by selling hair ties door to door. They just hustled. Now they are sold in over 20,000 retail locations. They are self-funded and female-founded. Okay, boss queens. Their best sellers are their satin pillowcases, which I have been using for years. They have satin caps and eye masks, and satin is vegan and cruelty-free. So great for your hair and skin while you sleep. Shampoo and conditioner bars, which I've never even thought of bottle-free beauty, but hello, environment. Heatless satin curling rollers say goodbye to heat damage. There are TikTok videos of people throwing away their $600 curlers for this. The amazing thing is they're only a fraction of the price, $18. 
Kitsch also has the classic quick dry hair towels and hair ties and scrunchies and so much more. I think I own all of their hair ties, all of their scrunchies, and four of their satin pillowcases. I love Kitsch. Right now, Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash she speaks. That's right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, spelled M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash she speaks. One more time, mykitsch.com slash she speaks for 30% off your entire order. But the problem is, Adrian. okay, let's get to the dinner. There's just so many layers to this. We meet... I'm assuming her name, she didn't say it out loud, but I'm assuming the pronunciation is Micah. And she's going to do the rage release healing. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, this isn't going to be good. It's like a screaming thing. I was like, no, that doesn't work for people who already are very, they access their, their screaming and their yelling pretty easily. You know what I mean? Like, that's for people who hold it inside. Have you seen the show? They do that just fine. They should have screened this ahead of time. They should have seen like, okay, wait, what is the what is it going to be? And then there should have been a menu maybe. And then they could have picked what healing practice they did. Maybe this is all she's trained in. I don't know. Kiki's excited though. Marisol says um, to Julia, I'm watching your face over there. You got lots of emotions. And Julia is 100% staring. She's staring and she's looking, but she's acting like she's not. But she's like, she's zoned in. She's like, it's this very like Russian cold stare. She's like, no, I'm just listening. But then she goes, but I do want to know, did you get your stone? (laughs) It's so, it's like, it's, (laughs) sorry, it's so silly because it's like for Marisol, it's such a huge, she goes, I did, which obviously she didn't say she threw it over the balcony. She's like, I did, but I didn't touch it because I don't want any energy from anybody And so Julia's ready for this fight. And she does this this kind of perfect mockery of it because it's so dumb. She's like, oh, oh, you don't want any energy. Well, someone touched your cocktail. You can't have that. No, someone touched it. They gave you that. Oh, God, they touched it. Marisol's like, don't you fuck with my energy or my cocktails coming for two things that I value. She's like, I don't want any energy from anybody. And Adriana tries to be like, it was from a good place. She's like, nothing. I want no energy, nothing. And then Julia hones right in on Alexia. And it's like, this this war, they didn't resolve it ever. That, that, that war was not over from the Keys. There was no resolution. So it's, this was bound to like resurface. And Julia says... Uh, she's like, well, last night you gave me that, you gave me a smirk and looked away. And then Julia goes to a seven. A, like, it just, she was ready for this. So she's got to be a little drunk or something. Is there something more to this? Like, for example, you never got over what happened between you and I and the keys. And then you gave me that barracuda look you were giving me right now. And listen. <laughs> Listen, when when Alexia goes barracuda look, what's a barracuda look? And someone goes, it's a fish. I think it was Gertie. <laughs> so when they're going back and forth, how much are we living for Lisa? And like she's showing Nicole something and they're like trying so hard not to laugh at full at full level and alexia's like uh ladies excuse me we're like we're all in this together and they're like i'm sorry we had to look up what a barracuda was (laughs) and then i mean shade shade for everyone shade for everyone gertie being like 
give me a side by side of that. I see the resemblance. <laughs> fucking cannot handle it you guys i can't handle it i like alexia really is this we've seen this before where it's very lisa rinna alexia is like oh you have eyes that's the rage in you it's like okay we can't it's like you can't when you're someone who's like exploded and yelled you can't accuse someone else of those things but it's very lisa renna it's very that it's like it's they all kind of do that but it's especially i feel like renna did that a bunch this last this last season of beverly hills who else? It's reminding you of someone else. I can't, but it's, it's classic. It's a classic housewives move. And Julia gives very good examples. Not in the moment. No, but in her confessional. Um, Alexia does, she says, I think Julia was trying to give them, give us a message with the stones. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like, here you go. This is a sweet thing. It was like, we're trying to fix you. And, you know, I feel like Adriana was doing that. And I, Julia too, now that I think about it, when she put it like that, I'm like, yeah, I could see that. They, they have that, like, here you go. You need happiness or joy or whatever. There you go. Hopefully you get some of that. So sure. I, I can see that side. 100%. I'll go there. Lisa's like, listen, bitches. I'd kill for this. I would kill to go back to last year when my biggest problem was someone calling my house tacky. <sighs> now, Larsa, here we go. Right here, I went, oh, Larsa's toxic as fuck. Larsa is. So it starts out kind of cool. It starts out with Larsa being like, you know what I think it is? Like when you start off on a bad foot, you're seeing things through like the wrong lens. You know, like when Nicole was doing things, like I was seeing everything she was doing through the wrong lens and vice versa. And now you were so upset with Alexia calling you mysterious that you were like, bitch, why don't you reach out? And then it becomes so clear that that, in my opinion, at least, that Larsa was planning this. And she's like, I'm not going to let you get away with this one. And I'm a she stays too calm to me. She stays too calm. She's like, I fucking know. I know where this is going. And Adriana already knows that she's the underdog when it comes to Alexia and Marisol and that Larsa is in with them. And I think that pisses me. Adriana off so much because remember last season, Adriana was like, "Who the where? Where's Larsa even been? We haven't even talked to her, but yet she's closer with them now. So that's got to be a big trigger for her. So she's like, "Oh, are you like a mole, like infiltrating the group and making me even further and further apart from them?" And so there goes Larsa just sitting there, kind of just so so calm, while Adriana's like, "That's not what I meant. I meant it like." You know, what's up, bitch? Like slang, like that. And she's like, no, Larsa just. She, it was like, I swear we saw Larsa do this shit on the Kardashians. I, I went through a phase where I was like, I was binging the Kardashians. I think I got sick. I think I had the flu like eight years ago or something. And I just like, I just had it on. And wasn't she on the Kardashians for a, a couple episodes and she was just awful and they all had a problem with her? I hallucinating that? But she was just so mean, I want to say. And I feel like this was a glimpse of that. It's like ultimate mean girl pick on you where she knows what Adriana meant or maybe she doesn't. But she also knows what this is doing right now. She knows that this is the worst time to bring this up. It's only going to cause more strife. And she's staying so calm. She's got a little smirk on her face. She's like, I mean, that's what you said. I was like, okay, you're you're the you're the most toxic person on this cast. 100 percent And Adriana's keep she keeps getting so upset and so upset. And then it leads Marisol to be like, well, you know, you could have told me five years ago that my ex didn't love me. And then now Adriana's like, fuck, I have it from 
three people now. I got Alexia and I got Larsa and now I have Marisol. And Larsa just keeps insisting. You meant that bitch comment wholeheartedly. And Adriana goes, you're a little snitch. And then Larsa saying, she's like, oh, I'll beat your ass right now. Dude. Dude. And Larsa goes, you know what you said? Adriana goes, you don't know what I felt, bitch. And then she throws the glass. Mwah. Amazing. Amazing scene. Amazing dinner scene. It will go, in my opinion, it will go down as a, one of the classic dinner scenes. One of the best things is Gertie gets up and runs over to the healer. She's like, emergency, emergency. Kiki gets up and she goes, I have way more class than this. And then proceeds to go pee in the ocean on the beach. So the energy healer like literally scoops up Adriana and Adriana is bawling. And here is where I saw, okay, okay, here, this is her dialogue was like, I could die and no one would find me. My dog would be dead next to me. Like, this is very extreme stuff to say. And why don't they like me, these fake Fairweather friends? And this is a very um, intense place of um, victimizing yourself. And when you live in, when you live in this headspace for too long, it starts to become a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I know I can go in, the, I can go to this place too, for sure. But you have to pull yourself out of it and you also have to do something about it. You know what I mean? Like you have to, um, you know, you have to reach out to people. You have to nurture friendships. And then Lisa goes over and comforts her and here clearly is a friend who cares deeply about her. But Adriana is focusing so much on just those two friends, just Alexia and Marisol. And I also know what that's like. That's a very um, – it's kind of almost elementary school, you know, where just the two mean people in the group aren't, aren't being nice to you and you can't let that go when you're ignoring the 10 other friends who are around you kind of a thing. And then Adriana's confessional – Good. She's crying, you know. You know, what's why don't they like me? Good for you that you never make mistakes. Good for you that you only marry the best men. Um, are you forgetting their lives? What are you talking about? Alexia's got a horrible track record, which she admits to. And good for you that you were never cheated on. What are you talking about? Marisol just talked about having a horrible breakup with the guy. So she's been herself, she needs therapy, clearly, but her self-talk is real bad. And she hasn't had anyone to say, snap out of it. Let's go, let's mix it up. Cause this isn't good. And in comes old Larsa making it. <laughs> Like, she sits down and she's so aggressive. She's like, I didn't come here to argue with you. The way you're acting is not, you know, she wanted to say not normal, but Lisa stops her and she's like, she's sad. She's hurt. And Larsa's like, oh, okay. She's like, used to, she's used to being over with the mean girls, Alexia and Marisol. Not, I don't want to call them that because I'm, I believe me, I'm seeing a side of Adriana that's making more sense. But she's not used to she she's not used to being with like kind Lisa who's like, no, no, we're being nice to her, okay? And she's like, and Larsa goes, Okay, yeah, well, we're here for you. If you're sad and hurt, we're here. <laughs> sure. We can tell. Oh yeah. That real we can tell Larsa. You're like a big warm hug. Can't wait to hug you. <laughs> Lisa says like she's like, she feels alone. Larsa goes, I know I can tell. It's so bad. It's so bad. 
So this week, I have got more episodes to cover than ever, because we have got Family Karma, Summer House, Jersey. I'm covering Vanderpump Rules Season 3 on the Patreon. I've got Vanderpump Rules Season 10, and I've got Miami. So I'm feeling a little stressed. I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. But I'm telling you, ever since I've been taking the Just Thrive probiotic with the Just Calm, my mood levels and my stress levels have been so improved. And that is because what I've learned is that when you can take care of your gut health, your overall mental health and physical health improves. The Just Thrive Probiotic Strain is unique in that it arrives in your gut alive, and that allows it to act like a personal gardener. It produces antioxidants right there in your gut, and it eliminates bad bacteria and replenishes it with good bacteria. So then it's functioning well. And when it's functioning well, it's helping you produce things like serotonin. I didn't even know serotonin was in your gut. Okay, I thought it was all in your brain. And if you've got kids and they don't want to take pills, you can open the capsule and sprinkle it in food and drinks and sneak it in there because kids should absolutely be partaking in gut health as early as possible. And in terms of the Just Calm product, it is next level stress busting mood support. Not only am I able to respond better to stress, I am actually more focused. I'm clearer. I'm more alert. And I need that this week because I'm going to be busting out episodes and they need to be on time and ready for you guys. And the best thing about Just Thrive products is they have more clinical research than just about anyone else in the industry. They're all natural and they have a money back guarantee. So you got nothing to lose. If you are ready to up your wellness game and beat bloat, digestive issues, stress, and more, you can get 15% off a bottle of Just Thrive Probiotic and a bottle of Just Calm with promo code SHESPEAKS at JustThriveHealth.com. While you're there, you've got to check out their other research-based products for optimal gut and immune health. There's something for everyone, even a probiotic for your fur baby, all with a bottom-of-the-bottle guarantee. Take control of your health this year with Just Thrive. So the healer starts. As soon as this started, I was like, oh no, this is so, so stupid. Like, had, did you not hear them? Did you not see Adriana through a glass? They don't have a problem expressing rage. Okay? They don't need to go yell at the ocean. So I love when Nicole says in her confessional, well, all of us have yelled at each other and it hasn't healed our rage. So I don't know what yelling at the ocean is going to do. I was like, preach it, sister. Because seriously, what is she talking about? Like, this was a joke. I'm so stupid. I hate this kind of crap. And then Kiki is into it. Kiki's feeling it. So they're trying to like support Kiki. But you know, they're like, we're trying not to laugh at you, Kiki. But none of us were into it. So we're like, okay, we're here for you. But then Kiki and Gertie start playing around. And they fall on Adriana's foot. And this is when I went. Oh, oh dear. Oh dear. Okay. I am starting to see what's the problem here. So I get it. They fell on her foot. They fell on her foot and her response to it was so extreme that you're like, okay, If I was the person that, like, if I was playing around on a beach with my girlfriends and we fell on someone's foot and their immediate response was they broke my foot. Mind you, when you're in sand too, like the sand where there's water coming in, the sand gives. So it's not like you're on concrete and there's no give. Like, it's it's a soft landing. So there's, you know, was it? Bruised? Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. But when their reaction is you broke my foot, I feel like even mine, I'm an overly compassionate person to a fault, to a fucking fault. Even I would be like, all right. And I would almost not even want to go near them. I would be met like, 
I would be irritated. Like, instinctually, I'd be like, you're fine. It's like it has that vibe where you're like, you're fine, okay? And it's not good. It's not good. That is not a good thing. But they didn't break your foot. Ow, you fuckers. <laughs> Ow, laugh it off, maybe. Ow, that hurt. That's fine. But this immediate, real dramatic, no one cares about me thing is challenging. And then we get the next day. But hold on. Before I get to that, Julia fully indulging it, I go, oh, I now understand this dynamic. Because Julia also needs a ton of coddling, a ton of it. And Adriana needs a ton of coddling. So like they're mutually coddling each other constantly. And that is the basis of their friendship. And that's kind of why no one really like penetrates that friendship and understands it because it's like you guys are just always like coddling each other and they're like okay so the next day no one is doubting adriana fucked up her foot or they fucked up adriana's foot because it is bruised up to her calf it looks bad but it's bruised okay as someone who has twisted the same stupid ankle so many damn times believe me i know okay i know but you can put a little pressure on it right Get a little scooter. You don't need to be in a wheelchair. Ridiculous. Limp a little. And I hate doing that because like I've been injured before and I've had people kind of be like, eh, it's fine. But I've also – actually, that's not true. That is not true. I've I, Most of the time when I've hurt myself like that, people are like, you need to stay off your foot. I'm like, it'll be fine. Because like it's not – you know, my foot's there. It's fine. She's She's milking this so much. Anyway, though, before we get to all of that, Lisa's leaving. And did you guys notice that the bellman was like, it's a sad day. You're leaving. And she's like, I'll be back. He goes, I know you'll be back. How often is this bitch coming to Bahamar? Must be nice. Larsa, though, she's telling everybody, she's like, oh, my God, I called my daughter. And we were cracking up, cracking up at basically the fact that you guys fell on Larsa's foot or on adriana's foot and now it's hurting just cracking up she's just she's laughing she just thinks it's so funny just laughing cracking up so funny gertie is sick right like that's what's happening she sounds like she sounds like she's sick so now we get adriana being wheeled down the hallway and julia is like are you okay are you all right like are you gonna be okay are you ready to have some fun she's like yes i'll have some fun oh my foot oh my god you guys Oh, my fucking God. Did you take some Tylenol? Did you take some pain? Like, this is, this is. And then Julia stops and listens in and listens into the conversation because Nicole's telling the story about how Julia had come over to get some glam. And when she was there, she called the owner of the Botanica, in quotes. And it wasn't a Botanica. It was like a spiritual gift shop. And now it makes sense why this wasn't tracking as a an actual botanica. It's like it wasn't like true herbs. It was like a crystal shop. Now it makes sense that we were like, this isn't – this doesn't tra- – like I was like, do they get candles there? It sounded – the way that it sounded, it wasn't like a true herbal medicine botanica. Like that's what – that's why maybe they were more freaked out. Regardless – there were stones, and if you're not taking it that seriously, Julia, then don't be so offended if they're taking it that seriously because they do take it that seriously. It's not that big of a deal. Like, now I'm getting exhausted at Julia being so offended by it. So they we- she wheels <laughs> she, she wheels Adriana in, and everyone's like, are we fucking kidding? The fact that not one of them, and these are, I'm, let's discount Alexia and Marisol. Nicole, the doctor. Gertie, a sweet, loving person. Kiki, loving. None of them are like, oh, no, 
all of them are like, are you serious right now? And then they're going to go get on a boat. And oh my God, you guys. Oh my God. They see this boat and you hear Alexia go, is this wheelchair accessible? Because, and then Adriana, because she's being wheeled there, you hear her go, are they going to seat me first? Be a little sensitive to disability. Okay, girl. Okay. Oh, right. Like you're, this is, so she's like, was someone, can someone pick me up? Can someone carry me? Put a little pressure on your foot. Like, put a little bit of pr- – it's it's really – I have nearly broken my ankle at least three times. You can put a little pressure on it just to get on a boat. Like, you can – like, I can't. But they get on that boat, and she puts on her new song, and they dance. What a great scene that was. Even the, even the boat captain was dancing. Great moment. Really great moment. Thank God. Because – We'll get to that in a second. But when they get off that boat, of course, I'm panicking. Like, how is she going to possibly get to the beach? Well, they carried her all the way to the beach. And what's sad is we've seen an injury or two. Like when when talk about someone who really broke their foot, Tamara in Mexico. She really broke her foot. Went to the whole doctor the whole hospital in Mexico, and broke her foot. And she was a trooper and had to actually be carried because she literally couldn't put any weight on it because it was like in a cast. And she was so grateful to them. And it just seemed – it just felt so different than what this is. This this felt dramatized. And I'm comparing those energies in my head. Remember how Remember how different that felt? This this feels like it's just so performative. And it's getting more and more performative. So Kiki's topless. They're all in the water. Julia and Adriana are sitting together. And Adriana's like, babe, that was fun on the boat, right? And Julia doesn't hear. She's like, babe, right? That was fun. And Julia, it's almost like she knows what Adriana wants. She goes, yes, your song made it. And this is, again, proof to me that, like, their relationship is coddling each other. You know, Adrian does that all the time for Julia. And so this is how that friendship works. But, you know, not many friends can do that. That's exhausting. Like, you want me to do what? Okay, I don't, I can't. And then Adriana goes to a place I could have never seen coming. She goes... My song changed the whole mood, didn't it? It's like it changed everything. And then in her confessional, she says, My song was the healing power. The true healing power of the trip. (sighs) Okay. Okay. All right. All righty. All right. So, um, okay. Yeah. All right. Because, okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, I like it's, uh, how you need too much attention. And if you're not getting that attention, you equate it to people not caring for you. So if you're not being constantly doted on, you view that as not being what? I don't even know. Like this is a level, this is like a level of childish narcissism, I guess. Is that what that is? Because, uh, this is absurd. That's absurd. That's an absurd thing to say. So Nicole, Nicole comes up. She's like, did you guys want to go in? And Adriana snaps. No one has any empathy for me. And she's like, okay, I, I regret asking. Like, please. And then Adriana's confessional goes even further. N- that's how it's been for years. Nobody is checking in on my well-being. Okay. Now, Now I'm getting it. It's like it's further and further and further and further proving this. You have been telling yourself this narrative for so long now that you have made it true. You have been sitting there keeping score. Well, they didn't call me when I had this problem. They didn't call me when I had this problem. 
how many, how many times do you check in on them? How often are you calling them? How often do you, like, are you contacting them constantly checking in on them the way you want them to check in on you? Is that what's happening? Because I don't, they don't seem to think that you're doing that. If you were doing that, then I'm sure they would kind of be reciprocating more, but it feels like you're just waiting for them to come to you. I'm sitting here going through all this stuff and you're like waiting for them to come to you. And the more they don't do that, because in your head, you're building up all these things. Now you've got, you've got the cholesterol and the mom that depends on you. So you couldn't die because if you have a stroke, she'll die too. And so now all the, they don't, they don't know that. They didn't know that, but I bet in your head, you've been holding on to that. But in your head, you're like, and then I have this high cholesterol and I could have a stroke and die. And if I die, who's going to take care of my mom? They don't check in on me about that. That's like one of the things she adds to her list of things that they don't check in on her with. So she's constantly, adding up all of these things that they don't check in with her about. And now this foot thing, it's not a thing. It's a bruise. No one's checking in on you because it was an accident. It was an accident. It should be something that's kind of funny at this point. Silly and funny. You should be kind of hobbling your way to the, to the water, laughing it off. But now no one wants to even ask you about it because it's so annoying. That's what's wrong. That happens constantly when people, like, it's very kind of Shannon Bedore-esque. You know, that's when Shannon, like, overdoes it and you're like, I don't even want to ask. I don't even want to ask. Never mind. And now here we go. All the women come back from the water and sit with Adriana. And she's like, I want to thank you all for dancing and having fun to my song, you know, because you're all tough bitches. And if you approve of it, then I know it's going to be a hit. And Alexia's like, okay, well, we weren't judging your musical talents. I think it's the other things we have difficult difficulty with. And... Adriana has the nerve to say, did anybody care that my foot almost got broken into a thousand pieces? A thousand, a thousand pieces, a thousand pieces. Okay. Some friends kind of fell on you and you, and you moved out of the way. And it was, again, it was in soft, wet sand. So a thousand you know how hard, you know, you would have to have dropped like a 30 pound weight directly on your foot on asphalt for it to have been that bad. And Alexia's like, why are you always a victim? It was an accident, could have happened to any of us. And then Adriana says, I know, but accidents have consequences, as you know, with Frankie. All right. You're dead. You're dead and done. And when she goes, don't bring up Frankie, Adriana takes it further and goes, I could have lost my foot. Yeah. Now I get it. Now we get it. Now we get it. Now we get why we weren't able to like figure out what is it about Adriana we don't like. Okay. I get it. Like you need attention so badly that you're willing to choose anything anything. You're, you need to prove a point that bad. So let me get this straight. Because you're not getting enough sympathy. You think you can push this deep, deep, painful button on Alexia, Frankie, Frankie, to try and what? Transfer that empathy over to you? What? No. This isn't even a real injury. This is like going to heal up in a few days. This is, I mean, I, you know, God save her. There's no, and it's not, when you see the clip, just that little tiny sliver of a clip and don't have the context, fine. It wasn't, I'm like, I don't know what she's talking about. Let me see the whole clip. But now that I have the full context, pff, bye. Now we get why you're friend of. Now we get why you're not full time. Later. You're annoying. Stupid. That was so stupid. 
it, it, because it's also coming on the tail end of like sort of losing that battle at the dinner table and losing multiple battles. Like when she was trying to talk to Marisol and Alexia about the friend stuff, then she busted out that really messed up thing saying your ex said he was never in love with you. She knows that was too far. So she had that in mind. Then she goes into this dinner and then Larsa pulls out that shady shit with like, oh, you called her a bitch. I know what you said. Mm, that whole thing. So she feels like she's losing. Then this ankle thing happens and it just feels like that attention-seeky childish thing where it's like, now my ankle hurts. Everyone everyone has to pay attention to me now, right? No, that's – no, we don't want to do – that's the worst way to get attention. Shake it off. Have some fun. And so when she's not getting her way, she's like ramping up the stakes. And you thought pulling out Frankie was the way to do it? Yeah, you're done. You're done. There's no coming back from this. You are for the the, the thing with the ex Marisol's ex was kind of bad enough. It was already like tacky as fuck. So, yeah, I don't know how you're going to recover from this. I do actually. Let me take that back. Go to therapy. Realize I have just been sitting and stewing in my own self-pity, writing the wrong narrative and assuming everyone needs to come to me and check in on me constantly when really I need to shake it off and I need to go make some, I need to reach out to people. And if Alexia and Marisol have drifted apart from me, that's fine. You've had the conversation with them. Invite them out to lunch. Invite them out to dinner more. Try to hang out. Try to have some fun and keep it moving. You're much closer with Julia now because Julia's giving you what you need, constant coddling. And you're giving Julia what she needs, constant coddling. So that's your new bestie. Oh, well, people drift apart. But keeping score of how much they do or don't do for you, like, that's not the way to do it, okay? And what are you doing for them? Okay? What are you doing for them? I get it. You spoke at Marisol's mom's funeral. Those are the big events you're there for. But... On a day-to-day basis, what are you doing for them and that you're expecting them to do for you? So if you, Adriana, want to go to therapy and figure out that you've kind of put yourself in this place, there's hope. But I don't know if that's possible because once you fall, she's deep into this hole, deep into the self-pity hole. And and Julie is not going to help pull her out of it because Julia is also in a victim hole with her kids, very much that same narrative. No action plans to get herself out of it other than adopting a baby. So I, wow. Wow, what an episode. Larsa, though, I I need to see if I can find the episodes that Larsa was in. Because I I swear I'm not making it up. I'm, I swear she was in some episodes where they were like, Larsa is such a bitch and we don't like her anymore. Because this was signs of that. She's savage. She is that type of like old school mean girl. Like, yeah, dude, no joke. She she intimidates me on a lot of levels. Like, I could not be friends with Larsa. I would. I am not. I am not. I do not have thick enough skin. I am not strong enough. I would crumble into a puddle of tears. I promise you that. I am way too sensitive. My little Pisces. I, yeah, I have so much water in my chart. I could not handle it. Mm-mm. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. Well, that was a, it was a great episode. It's going to be even better next week. I'm going to try to get uh, a guest next week. Um, FYI, if I can't get guests, it's only because of scheduling, because I do try to get these episodes out and rec- I try to record the day after they air. Uh, and so it's just a matter of if someone can watch the show when it airs and be ready to record the next day. So it's just a scheduling thing because everyone's busy and you know, all the good people, at least, because I want to get quality people. Quality, you know. Uh, anyway, love you guys. Mean it. And FYI, I'm doing a birthday live on my actual birthday, which is Monday, twenty the 27th. And I'm going to be doing it with Pia and with Kendrick. We're going to be going live. It'll be on YouTube and on Instagram. TBD, if I'll be recording it, 
Uh, it might just be special just for people who tune in, but it'll be like a Q&A. Ask us anything. We'll be chatting with anyone who shows up. And uh, yeah, I have, I don't like going live because it's very, it's very intimidating, but I feel like that would be a fun way to interact with you guys for my B-Day. That is Monday the 27th, uh, so in like a week or so. Okay? All right, guys. Hope you have a good one. Love you, mean it. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.